0: Property Boss Mums, your podcast and community that helps you create wealth through property. Sponsored by Active Property Investing. We specialise in helping busy
1: professionals find quality investment properties across Australia. Artemis Finance, finding the perfect loan for your unique needs, guiding you every step of the way to save you
2: time and money. Elaine Stack Real Estate, investment property consultants, specialising in maximising returns and minimising your stress.
0: back to Property Boss Mums. I'm Emma Allen. I'm Sharon Bay. And I'm Elaine Stack. <laughs> do you know what? As mums, I just want to ask you both a question. How old do you think our kids will be when they finally leave our homes?
2: I reckon 32 when they're getting married. 32? <laughs> I, I know. I was going to say 40. Oh! Probably 40. Oh, I hope they you know something's happening before forty. With the relationship—that's anyway, a long time, Sharon. A very I know. long time.
0: Yeah, to be supporting them. Um, I'm going to guess. I reckon my daughter will travel in her mm. early twenties after uni. Yeah, my son probably will hang around a little bit longer.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> it's a good chance of it. So we thought we might talk about helping kids with money and property because until they're well established, they're going to be hanging around our homes, aren't they? They and I'm sure, I'm sure there are parents out there with adult aged children that are thinking about ways to be able to help them eventually get their foot in the property market as well. Yeah. Um, Elaine, you mentioned some uh, interesting ideas a moment ago. I
2: did. Um, I think just educating the kids young is probably a good idea. Yep. And just getting them into an idea that you don't earn and spend straight away or you get, um, you know, $50 from Nana and you just don't spend it straight away. So we try to instill that um, and that if they do want to buy something that they save to to buy it. And so not that instant gratification that we we're talking about, yeah. which seems to be, you know, an issue across social media and things like that. It's like those quick hits and that's just not the reality. And especially if you want to save for a deposit. Mm hmm. Um, for you know to get into the market so we were talking about save spend invest so when they when they earn say a hundred dollars mm-hmm. that they divide that into three mm-hmm. and they have their spending because they need to you know they need to spend a little bit yeah. save mm-hmm. and then they invest for their investments as well i think yeah. it's a great idea
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so we um my second son daniel has been doing a few like I call them acting gigs, but they're not. It's background acting. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> and so a start. It is, it is. And so what we say is whatever you earn, mm. you're – and guess what? He gets super on top of that, which is great. Oh. But um, whatever you earn, so say he earns 100 bucks for the day, he has to save half of that. And that yep. goes into – it actually goes straight into investing for us and then he gets to spend the other half. Yep. So he gets something but he knows that he can only – whatever he earns, half of it's gone straight away. Kind of like, you know, when we earn money and we have to pay the tax. Yeah. Yeah. We know. <laughs> yeah. We didn't earn all of that. We ha- Yeah, half of it mostly. Yeah, half of it goes. Um, so, yeah. So I think just getting them into that habit of just going, yep, it's not all – you know, I need to – think about, you know, a big item that I want to save up for Mm. and then also I want to invest um, for the long term. Yep. Yep. But coming back to that, I think the thing is kids, what I've noticed is, especially maybe it's just my kids, but they don't know, they don't understand what, you know, a a dollar is compared to Mm. $10, compared Mm. to a 100 bucks. They don't understand it. Mm. So we took our eldest, who's 13, to – to Woolies to, you know, make dinner for the family. And so he, on the list, it said, you know, go buy a pumpkin. He went, okay. Off he went, picked out an organic pumpkin. Do you know how expensive <laughs> an organic pumpkin is? And we've gone, all right, so is this, is this the right choice? And he goes, yep, it's a butternut pumpkin. This is what I need. We've gone, okay, well, look over there and look at the prices of those pumpkins. And he's gone, oh, they're cheaper. I'm like, yes, so if you buy something, if you buy that, guess what? You might be able to have a little bit left over to buy gummy bears or something. He's like, oh, okay. So I've realised, God, we need to take the yeah, kids yes. out and yeah. take them grocery shopping yep. so that they understand, okay, you know, all the food that they get, yeah. it comes at a cost and
2: yeah and you know what Sharon you you could also let him know that pumpkin's not on the list and he doesn't need to buy an organic pumpkin <laughs> because it has such a hard um um skin that it doesn't have the spray so there you go yes. he didn't oh, have to yeah. buy the organic pumpkin That's do you know right. what i
0: just realized is that when we grew up the value of money we could actually touch and feel yes yes so we were saving our coins we knew how much was yeah you know, it was, in, in, the it was yeah. in the piggy bank it was in the piggy bank and we would take it out and we would count it but our kids don't see it. They don't touch it. They don't feel it. We're That's tapping right. things the whole time. Yeah. So I think the concept of value to money is is very it's, – it's, yeah. it's almost lost now, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. And so um, it, your story just reminded me of um, with my son. He was talking about like we have a reward system and the rewards can be exchanged for sometimes things mm-hmm. or time. And so he wanted to buy these little miniature skateboard things and he wanted to buy multiple. But, of course, we're saving because we're doing our knockdown rebuild. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, but I want to save for the house. I said, that's okay. You can have that. I just won't have my iced tea. And he goes, oh, but you love that. So I wanted him to know that you can choose to sacrifice things for something that is really important Mm. or a priority yeah, and it wasn't until I saw the look on his face that I knew that really crystallized. Oh no, oh, yeah, because it's a sacrifice. Yeah. And now that's no biggie for me, but yep. the lesson for him is yeah. actually you have to forfeit
2: something mm-hmm. if you're going to have a gain somewhere else. That's we right. talk about it a lot. So my eight-year-old, we we're down at the sports field, the usual spot, and he went, "I want something from the canteen. I want something. I want something. I want something." And I said, "No, no, no. We're not doing that today. We, you know." We're there a lot. So it's not an every, we can't every day. It's ridiculous um cost. And I said, no, this week, I said, we've had the mortgage. So what we pay for the house. And then we went and did the shopping. And as you know, for all our dinners, and I was breaking down what we do and electricity. And I was kind of doing it in a fun way. And he went so you have no money in your bank account left. (laughs) And I went, no, we do. We have money, but we have all the other bills. And he just stopped asking. But a week later, we were going out for a family day and we were going, like it was Luna Park. So it was a big day, a big day, a big spending day, but it was a special day. And he said, he took me aside and he said, mom, um, have we enough money for this? God, I felt so bad. (laughs) But at least at eight, he was starting to get an understanding. And I think if they have an understanding that, and it's just about talking to them about what things cost. Like, we want you want the extension you know, and the new build, that means, you know, we have to save for that um, mm-hmm. and giving up on some things. And the, I think having that conversation when they're young will help them when they're going into their 20s. Yeah. Um, and just doing in the numbers, I mean, yeah. would you think they can buy an investment property for their first investment property? And I always encourage you in the 20s. I think it's a good time to get into the market. Mm. Um, You'd be talking about a property, say about 600,000. They might not live in it. It might be an investment. Yeah or they might live in it. Um, and so they'll need a deposit, 5%, Sharon, what's that? 30? 30,000? Yeah. 30, 30.
1: Yep. And if they're a first home buyer, they don't pay stamp duty if
2: they live in it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So if they were to save that deposit over two years, it's 1,200, mm. 1,300, 1,250, I think. A, a month. M- a month. Yep. And I think if you're coming out of uni and you've got your first job or you're a tradie – actually, if you're a tradie, you're laughing um, – if you've got a, um, a job, you should be able to do that. And if yep. they've learned from a young age yep. that they can save half of the $100 that they've earned, yep. they get the idea. Yep. Starting yep. young.
0: Yep. So I think um, if we just stop for a second and think about what we're talking about, this whole idea of podcasts and wealth and money and investing, mm-hmm. I think – Ultimately, it's about how you allocate your money. Yes. Yeah. Which direction do you drive it towards? Yeah. If you need to move and sacrifice something small for a bigger reward or a bigger goal or if you just need the discipline to be able to focus on, you know, saving for a deposit, I think ultimately that's what this is all about. Yeah. How you allocate your money. So it's not about not having money necessarily because you can find different ways to earn it but then Mm -hmm. how do you – distribute your funds is really, really important. So I've helped investors on very modest incomes Mm -hmm. be able to accumulate properties in their portfolio because they're so disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes wealthy investors may not be as determined, you know, in some cases to be able to really look hard and think about how they distribute their funds. Yep. So it's just it's a it's a mentality. And yeah. we talked about this before in the instant gratification. Mm-hmm. It comes back to that discipline and really being mindful and conscious of how you allocate your money. That's yeah. right. Definitely.
1: And on that note about saving and putting a deposit together. Now, on a previous episode I did talk about lender's mortgage insurance, mm-hmm. but at the moment we do have government schemes that will help avoid paying that LMI. So, I just wanted to mention because um, 1st of July, 2023, there were changes that were made. Mm -hmm. So, we have two schemes available at the moment. One is the first home guarantee. And that is, um, it was previously for couples and they had to be um, Australian citizens, but now it can be your siblings. It can be your friends. It can Um, It doesn't have to be your partner. Um, So under that scheme, you put in 5% deposit. Mm -hmm. You borrow the 95%, obviously. Um, However, you don't pay mortgage insurance because the government guarantees the remaining 15%. um, And you can also be permanent. Residents, okay. So that's
2: one scheme that's available. The so other, you're one, saying you can do that with a best friend. So yeah. two friends can get together and go. Do you know what? Let's do it. Two that's and a half right. percentage. That's great. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't good that change. Great? That's yeah. amazing. Great yeah. change.
0: And so, are there any? restrictions or there are of course (laughs) unfortunately
1: yeah Yeah. Um, so the bad news is there are limitations so there are price caps depending on this you know where you're buying so um sydney i think it's uh 800 or nine hundred thousand, and then the um and then if it's regional it's a lower cap then um, there's income limitations as well. So you can't earn over a certain income threshold. Um, And then the other thing I was going to mention was um, single parents. So if you have a child, you may have owned property before, you may have had to sell it because Mm -hmm. of the marriage breakdown, but if you're a single parent with a child, 2%, that's the deposit that you need. great. 2% deposit um, plus a stamp duty, but – and, again, there's limitations on the, you know, purchase price and, um, but I think 2%, I mean, you can save that so, yeah. so quickly. Yeah. And it's just given, um, yeah, it, it gives people an opportunity to kind of just restart again, yeah. you know. Some people like the stability of um, having a home. Um, having a mortgage, other people are, you know, absolutely fine with renting. There's no, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do it. But I think the fact that they're giving – the government's giving support to single parents and recognising that they are ready to start again, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's now extended to carers. So you could be a grandparent or a carer looking after a child. Yeah, which is great. It just opens up the net even more. Similar to, like, the the two friends purchasing –
1: So that's just
0: yeah yeah going to capture a larger audience
1: yeah that's right and so and so it goes back to you know what you were saying Elaine everyone these days with like you know TikTok and like YouTube Shorts our attention span is so small now. I don't know. I've definitely noticed it personally as well and I need to make an effort to get out of that. But, um, you know, the kids, they're so young and impressionable and that their attention span, like I don't know how, um, you know, like we need to stop them getting that, you know, that dopamine hit constantly and say, yep, you this know, is what you step have step by yeah. step. Yeah. 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 This is what you have to do. You can't, you can't go what, and you, buy mean you have
0: to
2: do away? a little bit of hard work. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will really help kids. I think moving forward, I think there's so much worry from parents at the moment. What are our kids going to do? What are our kids going to do? Because they're working so hard, but there is a way, there is a way they will be able to buy property.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. have their
2: own home. That's yeah. right. And, and you,
0: similar to what you were talking about in the previous episode around parent guarantors, mm-hmm. eventually, if kids really need the help and a parent has an investment property or a house, um, then there can be some equity to be leveraged, which is
1: great. Yeah. Gifted. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what the kids need to see is they need to see, like, we're working really hard as well. They can't yeah. just assume, oh, because mum and dad, they're, this, I can do it too. Yeah. Like it's a different environment. It's different price points. It's a, you know, it's a completely different, um, you know, game now yeah, for yeah. the kids. Like, like, and yeah. and that's the thing I tell them all the time. Like, yes, we went through like, you know, I think we all kind of went through very traditional, um, you know. upbringing. Uh, yeah upbringing and also you know we did uni we did you know the yes. whole corporate job all that kind of thing um to now end up in a completely different you know <laughs> way. yeah, yeah. But, um yeah for the kids like i keep telling them yeah. you know just go and follow your interests the job that you'll probably have as an adult doesn't probably doesn't exist right now yes so you know go challenge yourself mm-hmm. go do you know different things and the way that you might um The way you end up as an adult might not be, you know, the same as where we're at. Yeah. Yes. But,
2: yeah,
0: have fun. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Um, I hope they go forward with a bit of mindfulness
2: coming back to what we're
0: talking about, just the ability to be aware on how they distribute their time, their money, whatever it happens to be. I think if people are conscious about how they do it, they'll be a lot happier. Yeah. And just kind of floating along and hoping it all works out. There you go. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Thank you again for listening. Um, it, there really are different ways that you can help your kids, um, start to familiarize themselves with budgets and money, and of course, of course, how to get into the property market. But we will catch you again
2: soon. Bye.